Mogul Motivation, empowering and inspiring entrepreneurs and dream chasers worldwide, one week at a time. Presented by True Stories Media, and I'm your host, Antoine Twiz-Taylor. If you live in the greater Chicagoland area, especially on the south side, it's a great chance you've heard of Sean Michelle's homemade ice cream on 47th and Wabash in the Bronzeville neighborhood. Sean Michelle's is the brainchild of Yaya Muhammad. This episode of Aspire Hire, he's going to navigate us through his journey on how all of this came to be. The inspirations he received as a child, the labor of love he executed throughout his college years and the subsequent years afterwards working in corporate America. He was met with hurdle after hurdle and on his entrepreneurial journey, even tragedy. But like most entrepreneurs, it was his faith that carried him through all of this. Yaya's faith is radiant. In fact, during his interview, he referenced one of my personal favorite scriptures, Hebrews 11, on a couple occasions. Here's his story in his words. So, Yaya, um, at what point did you, you know, decide that, you know what, I want to be an entrepreneur, but not necessarily just an entrepreneur, but ice cream? What got you into ice cream? Well, brother, um, I like to start, uh, as I always uh, thank God for having the mind to start by uh, giving thanks. And I will be a thief and I will be a robber (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I took the credit for myself and act as if it was something that that I've done. But I want to thank God for giving me the ideal and for giving me the inspiration and the thought to want to do something for myself, to want to be an entrepreneur. I want to thank God for blessing me to be born in a family uh, where my grandmother was an entrepreneur and had a business. I want to thank God for blessing me uh, to stand on the shoulders of those who uh, have gone before me in the ice cream business as well as other businesses uh, that I was born in the city of Chicago admiring. My mom took me uh, to Baldwin's ice cream when I was a child. Mm -hmm. They were the black ice cream manufacturers. You know, we had uh, several black restaurants in the community that served you uh, uh, homemade food. You know, they wasn't bringing prefabricated cooked items in from other communities and serving and warming them up to serve to our community. So I want to just salute all of the establishments that that paved the way for us today. Mm-hmm. But in particular, with the ice cream business, I, I, I played baseball as a child uh, for Southside Little League. Okay. And one day after practice at Avalon Park, we were leaving the baseball diamond and there was an older lady sitting on a bench. And I never forget, she had a white bucket and inside the white bucket, it wasn't even in the cooler. It was ice cream. Her version of homemade mm-hmm. ice cream. It wasn't even hard, but I never ever forget that distinctive taste that I had experienced when I had that little bitty tiny cup for a dollar. And this was way back in, this was in like probably around 1982 or something like that. Okay, so and, 1982. <laughs> yes, sir. And I'm thinking about it now. 
you know, a dollar, what would that be today? <laughs> right, man. Barely nothing. Hey, hey, man, and 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 we at times, you know, I, I thought about that because sometimes, you know, we we want something for nothing, mm-hmm. and it's a saying that to whom much is given, much is required. And so we're taught to offer the very, very best to our people for the most reasonable price. So back to the lady sitting on the bench. Uh, okay. That was my first experience with homemade ice cream. So I grew up, I played baseball, you know, went to High Park and eventually graduated, went to Western Illinois University. And, uh, you know, of course, we're, uh, we're tied through our wonderful, illustrious fraternity of Mega Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. piece of the bros. And I graduated eventually and started graduate school down there. And so while in graduate school, I've always been a flavor fanatic. I was blessed to be born and raised in a family with wonderful cooks. My mom is just a, a, a magnificent cook. You know, I always say I can give her anything and she can taste it and break down it and, <laughs> and give me a recipe for it if I want it, right? Yeah, yeah. But the ice cream was not a particular item that we grew up having at home or that wasn't my experience to, uh, you know, for those that say that they would always go down south and grandma would make ice cream on the porch and all of that. But it was that experience with that woman on the bench. Mm-hmm. And I started, I, I bought me a homemade ice cream maker because prior to, I would mix flavors that match my flavor palette. And so I started experimenting with ice cream, which I didn't realize that it would be a, a journey, right? It took me at least six yeah. years to, to learn how to get the product to the point where it was even palatable, all right? You know, I would Wow, experiment. six years. And were you selling it? Oh, my God. Were you selling it I in that six-year period? Brother, okay. I, would, I, I would sell it some, but mainly... It was a, a an opportunity for me to share what it what it was that I had a passion for. And okay. so I would allow uh the cues down on the campus to taste it. I would allow family members to taste it and give me feedback. And eventually, of course, I graduated with my master's degree and got a nice job. And but I didn't stop the desire to want to do something for self. I didn't stop the desire to want to make ice cream. Mm-hmm. So I was making ice cream at home and 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 I would go out and uh <laughs> uh uh sell it in, in the ice cold wintertime. I'd have ice cream in my trunk. Mm. And I remember there were two brothers that I'm very, very close with that own a store called Your Produce on 63rd Street. Two brothers in the nation with me and Ronnie and brother, brother Aaron and brother Ronnie. And that was really so inspirational because I took the ice cream I never forget by their store. And they actually put the ice cream in the store. They didn't want to uh, break my desire or, or my uh, <laughs> uh, inspiration to want to do ice cream, but the ice cream wasn't good at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember uh, uh, brother Ronnie had said to me, man, brother Yaya, Man, you ought to go into business. He really wasn't serious, but I was so lit. I was so inspired. Yeah, that gave First, you enthusiasm. I was inspired. 
Oh my goodness, I was inspired first and foremost, and I will be again a thief and a robber if I didn't take the time to give thanks for coming uh, into the the what we refer to as the life-giving teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad through the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and that was the culture of the nation when I came in was to to do something for yourself. Okay. To 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 do something for self. And I believe it. I really embraced that. And so I was so fired up that while working, I decided that I was going to employ what we refer to as the still away program. In other words, you know, you have to work, but gradually you should be <laughs> trying to save and put together a, an agenda to do something for yourself. Yes, and I was absolutely. so enthusiastic that I was working a full-time job in what they were referred to as corporate America. But meanwhile, I was selling ice cream on the corner. Mm. <laughs> I was selling ice cream out the trunk of my car. Mm. I went and I rented a, a room in the back of a sister's beauty salon. They Her customers didn't even know I was there, but I was in the back room making ice cream. I went from there, rented out another room in the back of another storefront that a brother had that he was distributing his products because mm-hmm. i believe i saw it that i was going to bring this into reality and that particular point is so so critical yes inside of the the scriptures inside the bible in particular says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and so we have to adapt that be attitude yes we have to 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 claim something. I always tell my staff that you can't be something if you can't see something. We have to put a picture up of what we want before us. We have to affirm it. Yes. And so, but it does not mean that it's going to manifest overnight. That it does not mean that it's going to appear magically, hocus pocus. It's it's an element of cause and effect. Faith is the substance of things that you hope for, but it's the evidence of the things that's yet seen. Oh yeah, so that's my favorite scripture. Want something, we should see something. If you say you believe something, we should see something. We should see you working. So it says that faith that our works is dead. So I thank God that he gave me the vision. He gave me the inspiration. He gave me the work ethic to continue in spite of the difficulty factor. Mm -hmm. And so I went from there to getting a storefront on 79th Street off Langley, because that was a community that I was born and raised right off 79th and Cottage Grove on Maryland. Okay. And so I went right back to the community where I was born and raised. And what year was this? What year was this? This was 1998. 98, all right. And so I took a storefront that had nothing in it. And I literally (laughs) went and got used equipment and all of that. And I opened the doors and started making, well, I started making and selling ice cream. I didn't even have a license at the time. I, I just wanted to open up a business. Yeah. And so, you know, of course they told me I had to get a license. (laughs) Which costs money. A part of my growth experience. Uh huh. And so uh, I eventually, uh, you know, I started to become popular in that community. And 
the evil accident of time happened in 1999 when my sister Sean uh, passed away in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And of course, like any other family uh, in the process of dealing with that tremendous loss, I stepped back for a moment. And about three years later, uh, I decided to reopen my establishment, but I decided to dedicate my business to my sister, Sean Michelle. And that's how we and got that the was name. the birth yep. of Sean Michelle's homemade ice cream. Mm. We opened up an establishment right across the street from Chicago State University, right on the corner of 95th and Calumet. And, <laughs> you know, I tell you the process, uh, just the learning process. We took an old currency exchange. Mm. And we literally gutted that currency exchange and made a tiny little closet-sized space. All that place was small. And so a very, very beautiful uh, edifice over there, the ice homemade ice cream parlor. And so our reputation began to grow. Okay. And we eventually opened up another location about three years later on 119th and Western Avenue. And that was the first location I remember. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so the people began to see the ice cream cone sitting out on the corners right across the street from the McDonald's on 119th Street place. And our reputation began to grow even more. You know, (laughs) Again, that, that goes back to that seed, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the faith, the, the, the substance of things you hope for, the evidence of things yet seen. So we began to attract exposure from the local and Chicago land media outlets. And uh, eventually, we uh, opened up a pilot program at a location on 87th Street because. We wanted a spot that was a little bit bigger, and we had a lot of people asking us to move towards more of the central area of the city. And so we opened up a location around 87th and Avalon. Okay. And the pilot program was uh, uh, one of my culinary desires to integrate uh, uh, a handmade burger business with the ice cream, and that spawned flipping and dipping. Okay. Okay. But the location itself just was not a very suitable location in terms of infrastructure. A beautiful community, but they didn't want us to take down the bulletproof windows, you know, and you, you can't serve, have an ice cream parlor that is an attraction for families, but yet you have bulletproof windows up, right? Yeah. You know, we wanted, our desire was to be the, 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 the beacon of hope for the community, you know, to be... <laughs> That that inspired a family kind of kind of atmosphere. So we were looking um, for another location on the south side that would facilitate what I had in my mind to build in our community. At that mm-hmm. time, uh, we didn't have anything that was that attractive for me to actually uh, to assume to uh, to to move the business into. And at the same time. I wanted to see how Sean Michelle's, how this ideal that I had, how the product that we had produced would also compare on a larger scale. So uh, one day 
I was uh, on the north side and I saw all of these signs in the window for rent, for rent. And this was in an area that was just full of people. And so I had the desire to, to explore that some. And that led me to acquiring an, a location on North Broadway. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I mean, this location, the line was out of the door. But then again, whom much is, is given, much is required. That did not save me from the process of 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 the learning. So, you know, I, I was at the point where I knew how to pack out an establishment. I knew how to get it going, but lo and behold, the infrastructure for this particular facility was not uh, built to support what we were doing. Yeah. So our ice cream, when it started to get hot, <laughs> the ice cream started to melt because it didn't have a mechanical system that was built to contain all of that heat that came from all of the equipment that we had, plus the heat that you have to calculate from the amount of customers that you have in, in your establishment. Mm, and these like things a you sentence. have to consider. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had a, a great mentor at the time. And and that's one thing that I, I caveat that I just want to, uh, to talk about. We have to surround ourselves with with mentors. We have to surround ourselves with good coaching. We have to find those with experience that we can borrow from their experience Mm -hmm. that would help us to, uh, uh, to um, kind of eradicate uh, unnecessary to get around unnecessary pitfalls in our journey. So my mentor would always say, a man, brother, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to go big or go home. You only get one shot. And I would never, ever forget that. And we actually started off very well. But when that happened with the mechanical system, that had an interruption in our, in our business flow. But it was, a all, it was all a part of my journey. It wasn't meant for me to remain up there. That was, was, was meant for me to see mm-hmm. that I had something that was a diamond in the rough from our community. Yeah. I had something... And my love it was always wrapped around my my culinary experience, which is reflective of our culinary experience. And so it just inspired me more to want to come back to find that perfect location on the south side of Chicago. So I did remain in, in that location. We made adjustments. But right at the end of that year it was around the same time that they was building out this beautiful building over here, historical building, the Rosenwald building over here in Bronzeville. Mm. And, there was a, and there was a chapter brother of ours, Jamal, brother Jamal, uh, who introduced me to the owners of the Rosenwald building. And they was looking for establishments from our community that was well liked and loved in the black community that 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 was a growing that was that was a growing business, and so I will never forget that Jamal said, "Yeah, yeah, just just," <laughs> he said, "Just just just look right and, and and don't look back." And he said, "Man, just claim it." And I will never ever forget. 
I literally received and registered what he said. And Jamal, of course, as you know, he's a motivational speaker now, multimillionaire mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, Making Real Estate Real. So he was one of those in my circle that also was very inspiring. There we go again with surrounding yourself with the right people, right? Yeah. They say you are as good as the company that you keep. <laughs> That's true. That's so very true. I was, I believed it so much that I literally closed my business on the north side that very next day. The next Not day, 24 hours. Release, the next the next day. And I claimed it. I didn't know how this was going to happen. At that time, the Rosenwald building was was nothing. It was, you had nothing but concrete and mud. Mm-hmm. You had no plumbing. You had no electricity. This was what they referred to as the old Carter building. Yeah, I remember. I remember Carter, how it used to be back words, in the, the day. Old New Jack City building. Yep. <laughs> it's a major, major project. I had never did a brand new build out before. But again, here we go. Faith is the substance of things that we hope for. It's the evidence of things yet seen. But I believe that I was going to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would come by at night and just look at the building. I would come by at night and see myself in the building. I would come by at night and see the picture that I had on my wall years before opening up this place of what I believed to, that I was going to bring into reality. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, what you see on 47th Street right now is the same reflection of the picture that I had on my wall for years prior to opening up this place. You manifested it. As a man, thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so we have to see what we believe. Yes, sir. We have to feed our mind a picture of what we want to bring about. And so we opened up. I worked three full-time jobs around the clock to put money up to do this. You're talking about the law of attraction. You can't claim that you're going to do something while you sit at home. Mm. You can't claim you're going to to build something and bring something into reality if you don't if you're not willing to get up and go to work and and do whatever it takes within righteousness let me add that to it <laughs> of course of course yeah yeah we want to do these things the right way we want to uh, uh make sure we use the law of attraction to bring ourselves great benefit <laughs> Yes, absolutely. We want to add, we don't want to subtract. We want to multiply, we don't want to divide, right? And so God blessed me to, and my team, and my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to stop right there (laughs) and, 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 and take time out to acknowledge my blessing of having a wonderful, beautiful wife by my side. And for giving me wonderful, blessing me with wonderful, wonderful people. There's no such thing as the word I and team. So that's one of the first things we got to kill. We have to understand Mm -hmm. that we can't do anything in and of ourselves. And so that reminds me of what Jamal has on the ceiling at his home, that all things are possible (laughs) through Christ who strengtheneth me. 
So the minute that we think that it's us, we've already failed. So I like to, with the help of God, stay in that gratitude, attitude mentality. All right. I don't want to turn the blessing bank. I don't want to turn that knob off. All right. <laughs> yeah. Keep it on. So, keep it on. Come on. Man. We got to keep it flowing, baby. And so that's what you have today. That that was the process. That's the 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 journey that I have been on. And now you have a line to the corner on 47th Street. Oh man, that line, we, that line would be long no matter what the temperature is outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know. and I just want to I identify some of the things that separate us from, from others. First and foremost, we still make the homemade ice cream from scratch every single flavor. Every single flavor. It's still made with milk, cream, and sugar. It's still the original version of what custard is, which means it's made with eggs. But we pasteurize it every day on site. In other words, we have an industrial cooker like you would cook it on the stove before you put it inside of an ice cream machine. Mm. That's what a pasteurizer is, really. It's an industrial cooker. All right. We still use the very best ingredients. Our number, our most expensive flavor is vanilla. We use the very best vanilla that you can find. We still use pure heavy cream. You go into the store, you see heavy whipping cream, but read your ingredients. Cream is only one thing, it's cream. You shouldn't have five ingredients in cream. Mm. We still use pure cream. And so you go into the store, a quarter heavy cream almost costs you $6 for the cream by itself. Wow. So how do you transfer such a, 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 uh, a process? How do you transfer that kind of cost to our community? So we incorporated what's called a buy one, get one free program on the weekend. That buy one, get one free program allows us to sell to our people for wholesale, our people in the larger Chicagoland area, ice cream at a wholesale price on the weekend. We say Monday through Fridays for us, Saturdays and Sundays for the community community and the greater Chicagoland area. Mm. I never knew that because y'all had that special going for a long time. At Sean Michelle's, we have a program that's our way of adding value to those who decide to spend their hard-earned money with us. We have a buy one, get one free program on the weekend. This program allows us to give back to those who patronize Sean Michelle's. When you purchase one of our signature flavors of homemade ice cream, mm -hmm. you get the second one for free. You get the second one of the same flavor, the same size container for free. Now, where are you going to find that at? Nah, I ain't, we I ain't really found went wholesale on the weekend. You're not mm. going to find it. We're wholesale on the weekend. We like to say Monday through Fridays for us. Saturdays and Sundays is for our community in the greater Chicagoland area. That's beautiful. And on top of that, it's homemade ice cream. Everything and is literally homemade. Everything is literally everything homemade. Thing is homemade, made from scratch at Sean Michelle's. We only outsource two things, and that's because 
the pound cake that we sell okay. is made by a sister who has worked with us for years and her cookies. But okay. everything else from the homemade butter crust cobbler that's made from scratch. Everything that apple cobbler. The homemade dark chocolate brownies is made from scratch. And so then we're competitively priced with other specialty local ice cream shops. And we know that they don't have homemade ice cream. Mm-hmm. They don't have ice cream made with pure cream, milk, and sugar. They don't have that. They don't have someone making it from scratch on site. Mm-hmm. So it's you won't find a value like this around. So Because we're, we're thankful. And I tell our staff every day, it's not us, but it's the community. It's the people who own Sean Michelle's homemade ice cream. And the moment that we forget that we're their servants, we're done. So our only objective is to be a service to the community and to add value and to continue to put smiles on the faces of those who decide to come in and support Sean Michelle's. So as we say, come on back down memory lane with us. But this time, bring your children too. You know, it's it's amazing because, you know, you can sense the passion. People who haven't even met you, I'm sure, can sense the passion in your voice and, you know, the way you talk about ice cream and how, you know, y'all put the tender love and care into making it from scratch homemade. You know, um, and it's not only resonated with the city of Chicago and the community, the Bronzeville community, but, you know, you resonated so loudly and, and so widely that even Netflix... Um, you got the attention of Netflix. Can you explain to us about that process and you know the show with um somebody feed Phil? I believe is the name of it. Um, tell us about how did that come about. Well, uh, they discovered Sean Michelle's, and uh, they arranged uh, a, a time for the actual production to take place at Sean Michelle's homemade ice cream, and that's the show somebody feed Phil. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show identifies very unique and special uh, places around the world um, that they would like to highlight and bring attention to. So you can actually go to Netflix, and I think it's uh, the 2020 series uh, season, pardon me, and you can um, find the particular episode where they had uh, uh, shared some of the uh, diamonds in the work in the rough, so to speak, uh, est- uh, establishments from Chicago. Yeah, the and Chicago here, episode. I think actually, that's the title of it, the Chicago exactly, episode. Yeah, exactly. And you're gonna really enjoy it. You know, the thing about that is, you know, I was watching that show for a couple seasons, and then I saw that they was coming to Chicago. I'm like, okay, they come to Chicago. Great, you know, that's home. And I saw Sean Michelle's, and I'm like, wow. Like yes, yes, this, this, this is beautiful, and it's like you know, you're not doing it for the recognition, right? You're not doing it for that. You're doing it for the service. You're doing it for the passion. But when you make it on Netflix, and when you're starting to get on these platforms and these different uh, networks, you know you're doing something right. Praise God! Praise God! Absolutely, praise God! So, with that being praise said, God. tell us about your flavors, you know, cause you got a lot of unique flavors. My personal favorite is the honey cinnamon graham cracker. Um, that's what I get nine times out of 10 when I, uh, visit there. How did these flavors come about, you know, um, and what's your favorite flavor? What's your um, best selling flavor? Well, let me start off with saying that the number one best selling flavor is vanilla. Mm. Simple. 
it, it's the vanilla to us that takes you back to grandma's. It's the vanilla that takes you back down memory lane. And so all the flavors at Sean, at Sean Michelle's are distinctive. They're distinctive, even the traditional flavors that you're used to, because mm. that's really our reference point. It's old-fashioned flavors that take you back down memory lane, but we like to dress them up. Yeah. We like to place a seat on them. We like to put them in. in, in I like in, that. In, I like in, that. In All right. So you 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 have butter pecan. We can't, but we have butter pecan. But we create our own flavor profile of butter pecan. Mm. You can go to Bass. You can go to some of these other places and get that butter pecan. But ours is like having a handmade burger at home versus a frozen patty that you can get from the store and cook it and just throw on some throw on a piece of bread. Mm. But you get that handmade patty. You you seasoning it right. You adding what you need to make sure it's juicy. You oh, adding yeah, gourmet yeah. See, we, we not only do we have a butter pecan, but we also have a, a bourbon butter pecan. Not only do we have a strawberry, but we have a strawberry cookies and cream. Yeah, we love that one. We love that one. You know, not only... I, I, everything that we do, we take it and we add some appeal to it. it's like a remix and it's so, like a remix oh my goodness <laughs> yes sir your special remix and so we have flavors that you can't find anywhere else because those flavors come straight out of my mind mm. honey cinnamon graham crackers a flavor that was produced by a desire that i had in grad school so again ice cream is my art it's my canvas it's what I create them. Yeah. And so it's a part of culinary concepts. So it's more than just a business. This is a passion. It's like the intellectual property. It is exactly that. It's sharing what God has placed in me from a culinary perspective, allowing me to share what I love with others. And so that's Sean Michelle. That's what Sean Michelle is. That's what it is. They say you might as well face it. You're addicted to love. <laughs> and you and you look, this is truly a labor of love because when you said that, you know, it took you six years to perfect, you know, just not only the recipe, but just the process. And, you know, it all started back on that baseball field with that old woman and that bucket of ice cream. Right. You know, it all goes That's back to that. And now here we are in 2021, you know, you're featured on Netflix, you know, you're selling out all the time. The lines are down the block, down Wabash. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Where do you see Char Michelle in 5, 10, 15 years from now? Well, and I just want to add that it actually even started before the woman. God yeah. blessed me to have a grandmother that was in business. Yeah, yeah, so you did mention that. The ideal was planted to do for self. From the, the moment of a child, then it was water. After the woman, when I came into the nation under that culture of do something for self and feeding the ideal of the, the importance to do something for self and to build something for self. Where do I see Sean Michelle's moving forward into the future? Sean Michelle's is 
the black national ice cream manufacturer. National. National and then some. Sean Michelle's will be in major metropolitan areas around the country and then some. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We have to speak it into being. Sean Michelle's is the black manufacturing ice cream company. I just want to add on, which is something very important, with the help of God. Absolutely. You know, and by uh, his will. To, to touch on some points I lifted earlier, I challenge you to find it somewhere else. I challenge you to find somewhere else where you're going to get homemade ice cream made with pure cream, milk, sugar, made the old-fashioned way from scratch. Where you're going to get real ice cream custard, I challenge you to find that. And then when you find it, if you can find it, I challenge you to find it where you get and buy one, get one free on the weekend. Mm. I challenge you to find it. See, we... We, we can, at times, be our own worst enemy because we, we're not used to validating ourselves. But I want to thank God again for blessing me to want to give our community the very, very best that we possibly can. So not to... Uh, to to uh, uh, to knock any other ice cream businesses, we love all. We love ice cream. We are ice cream fanatics. Mm-hmm. But I just challenge you to find another ice cream establishment doing what it is that we do with the program that we have, and if you can find them even doing it, because to make homemade ice cream is very very expensive. So we only want to offer our community in the greater Chicago and area the very, very best that we can. And not only do we have the homemade ice cream, but again, we have butter crust roll peach cobblers made the old-fashioned way. We have butter crust roll apple cobblers. We during certain times of the of the year, we do butter crust roll blueberry cobblers. Why butter crust? Because your body can identify with butter versus identifying with shortening and things that clog up your arteries. See that? It's not made with lard. Butter mm. crust. And not only butter crust, but we use the very the most expensive butter that we can find. We make homemade banana pudding custard in addition to the best banana pudding ice cream you're going to find in the land, which I challenge you to find one better. But we also do a banana pudding custard, the kind that's refrigerated, made from scratch. We just want to take you back down memory lane. But this time, bring your children too. On the corner of 47 and Wabash and the historical Bronzeville community inside of the historical Wolves and Wall building. Thank you, brother. 
If you enjoyed this episode, I ask for two things as always. Number one, leave a five-star review. And number two, pass it on to a friend who may benefit from it as well. A new episode of Mogul Motivation will be out this Wednesday.